What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. Today we got episode 46, Do Not Let the Devil Get a Foothold into Your Family. But before we talk about that, I want to invite you to check out our substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. It's that substack that this whole podcast is launched off of. Love for you to go there and subscribe for free. Um, you also can get a paid subscription there for $5 if you're interested in that. Get a little extra content. Also, if you're catching this podcast on one of the podcast catchers out there, whether it be Podbeam or uh, iTunes or whatever else the case may be, um, definitely, if you would, uh, give us a rating on there. If this content's been helpful for you, jump on there and uh, let us know that it's been helpful. That boosts us up in the algorithm. So we certainly would appreciate it if you would be willing to do that. Okay, so episode 46. Today we talk about do not let the devil get a foothold into your family. And what I want you to see from this episode today is that there are two primary avenues I think we see from the book of Ephesians that open the door for the devil to gain a foothold into your family. And I want to show you what they are, and I want to talk a little bit about guarding against them. So uh, the text for today is Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, verses 25 and 26 says this therefore laying aside falsehood speak the truth to each other uh, each one of you with his neighbor for we are members of one another be angry and yet do not sin do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity now, this verse, interestingly, is not specifically about the home. Paul begins to talk about the home in Ephesians chapter 5 and beyond. But one of the things I like to point out to people is that many of these verses that just talk about being a godly Christian are some of the most important verses that dictate how we ought to behave toward the members of our household. We should be a Christian to our wives. We should be a Christian to our children. We should behave in all the ways that the scripture commands us to and the way we interact with our family. And we should do that actually first and foremost. And I want you to see how this passage teaches that the devil, look at verse 27. It says, do not give the devil an opportunity. Now, verse 27 is the second part of a sentence that begins in verse 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. I believe verses 25, 26, and 27 go together here. And so I want to talk to you about two ways that the devil gains a foothold, the way, ways that we give the devil an opportunity and how they impact the family in particular. And those two ways are apathy and anger. These are, has been my experience as a pastor, these however many years I've been a pastor, it's been my experience that the two biggest mistakes that men make in the household today are apathy and anger. And they're sort of, in a certain sense, a ditch on both sides of the road. Um, you know, apathy is to not care about what's going on in your family or to care and just to not do anything. You know, so you see that your children are sinning, you see that your wife's sinning, but you'd rather not have the conflict, you'd rather not have the controversy. And so you just kind of let it go on day after day after day, month after month, year after year. Or anger, which is you're just blowing up on people all the time. And when, you, when you're spewing your anger out on your family all the time, you're leaving a foothold for the devil to get in. Both of those two things open the door for the devil to get into your family. You see him here in the text. 
laying aside falsehood, speak the truth each of one each one of you with your neighbor, for we are members of one another. Now here it's talking about the church, but who's your closest neighbor? Closest neighbor is your family members. What does it say here? Speak the truth to one another. But I can't tell you how many families I know that are broken and falling apart and all the members are disgruntled and they can't get along with one another and they gossip and fight and slander against each other. And there's no peace in the family. And one of the biggest reasons that there's no peace in the family is because nobody in the family has the ability to just tell one another the truth, to just be honest with one another about sin. To be willing to sit across the table from a brother or a sister or a mother or a father or a child and say, listen, this is what you did. And according to God's word, it's wrong and you need to repent so that we can reconcile. Or to be willing to say, I was wrong. This is what I did. I was wrong and I need to confess my sin and repent so that we can reconcile. And this starts with men, starts with husbands, heads of family. You men, when you see that there, that there are members of your family that are going off the rails, you need to do the hard thing, right? You need to do the hard thing and you need to speak the truth. When you're in sin, when you've sinned, you need to confess your sin and repent to your family. And that's a very hard thing as a man. But I'll tell you what's even harder than that in the culture in which we live right now is when you see your wife in sin and you lovingly confront her and tell her that she needs to repent. There's nobody in the church today telling men that they need to do that. But you do, men. It's your job as a Christian man. It's your job to love your wife enough to open up the word of God to her when you see her going off course and to lovingly bring her back on course. It's your job to do that with your children. And that's true. If you're a patriarch, that's true no matter how old your kids are. Now, when they're young, they have to obey you. When they get older, they don't have to obey you. They just have to honor you. You can't make them obey you. But it's your job as the patriarch of your family to open up the Bible to your children, especially, uh, generally speaking, and then when you see them going off the rails, specifically opening the Bible and speaking the truth to them from God's word. We don't lie to each other for the sake of keeping the peace. We don't pretend like everything's okay for the sake of keeping the peace, we follow a biblical pattern of reconciliation, which means we tell the truth in love and we seek to bring about repentance, restitution, and forgiveness. So that's the first way, apathy. You can't be apathetic, men. You have to lead your families, which means you lead in confession and you lead in repentance, but you also lead by bringing the word of God to bear on the other members of the family and calling them to confession and repentance as well. So that's the first way to give the devil a foothold, because if you don't confront sin when it comes up in your house, then you'll leave room for open wounds to fester. And you let the enemy just sort of take a foothold in your house so you don't do anything about it. And sin breaks up and destroys not only the individuals, but it breaks up and destroys the relationships in the family. And next thing you know, you were being quiet because you were trying to keep the peace, and now you have all that war because you didn't have the spine enough to confront sin. And sin always makes things worse. It never makes things better. So apathy is the first thing. Second thing is anger. Verse 26, be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And um, I know like so many times I have, as a dad, have had to have a conversation with one of my kids at 11 o'clock at night and say, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, we're not going to be able to solve this tonight. 
Uh, but I lost my temper back there, and that was wrong, and I'm sorry. And you and I are going to come back, and we're going to have a conversation about this tomorrow. And sometimes they were in the wrong to begin with, and there I still have to dole out consequences. But if I get angry and I just leave my kid to sulk in bitterness overnight because I lost my temper at them, because I spewed my anger at them, if I do that to my wife, if I blow up at my wife constantly and I never go back and confess my sin, I never go back and repent, I never make repentance in my life. I just keep sinning the same way over and over and over again. You leave the door open for bitterness and it makes a foothold for the enemy because you're proving yourself to be a tyrant of a leader in your home and you allow the enemy to get in and whisper in the, what, the ear of your wife. You allow the enemy to get in and whisper in the ear of your children because you're not being the kind of a godly husband that admits when you're wrong and confesses your sin. Instead, you're spewing your anger and hatred out all over your wife and your children. If you're doing that, man, you need to repent. And the first time you need to repent is when you do it immediately, you need to confess and repent to your family. And then you need to repent as in don't do it anymore. Stop doing it. Because by spewing anger, by walking in anger and bitterness and so forth, you're engendering bitterness and hatred in your children toward you and your wife toward you. And you're creating a context where the enemy has a foothold in the hearts of your wife or your children to create in them some sense of justified or at least seemingly justified rebellion against you. And so he says, be angry and yet do not sin. Don't not, do not let your anger cause you to sin. You need to, you need to be a man and handle your anger in a way that honors God. And then he says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Don't leave the bitterness and the anger to fester overnight. Because if you do that, you give the devil an opportunity. Instead, even if you can't resolve the issue, you make every effort to deal with the anger part of the issue before you go to bed so that you don't leave an open wound to fester and leave a foothold for the enemy to get in your family. So these are the two ways that I see men allowing the devil to take a foothold in their family. One is apathy. The other is anger. If you're given either one of those, dear brothers, repent. Be active in leading your home, right? And be faithful in confessing your sin to your family. And be patient. Be angry. Don't sin. Okay. God bless, brothers.